All right, everyone. This is our 34th episode of our World of Lifting podcast. And today we have a special guest. We have 17-year-old CrossFitter Gabby Dispenza from Buffalo, New York. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for, for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so let's kick this podcast off with the first question. Uh, how did you get into CrossFit? Well, I was a just becoming a freshman in high school and I did lacrosse and I really liked it but like I really wanted the competitive like lacrosse is competitive but like it's a team sport Mm -hmm. and I myself like am really like competitive for me like I want just to focus on me being able to like push my hardest and be able to win so I was like looking things up and I saw CrossFit so I looked up a gym near me and then I went to it for like a trial trial workout and I fell in love with it since then so lacrosse you just you as a team sport you didn't feel like you were you're giving it your all oh I'm a goalie so like I can't really do anything on the field like I just felt I like lacrosse I love lacrosse but it's just a team sport I really like individual sports where like if I work hard and I grind every single day I myself will come out on how hard I work So do you still play lacrosse? I do still play lacrosse in school and I play, I do cross country as well, which really helps with my conditioning for look for, um, CrossFit, but like, I'm not a huge runner, but it's just great exercise and really gets me conditioned. So you'd say all the, these two previous sports definitely helped you with CrossFit right now. Oh, for sure. Like during cross country season was also during the CrossFit game season. So I was very conditioned for me, for all the workouts. I just felt very like not out of breath during them and was able to keep up with myself. So what about this sport is so, what made you gravitate towards it? What was so appealing about it? I really enjoy weightlifting. I love like getting heavy PRs. I love outlifting like other girls my age. I love like, the I also really like so that was a good part of it and then also the conditioning part I really like like we don't just run we have the ski erg we have the bike we have regular erg we have gymnastics as part of it and like during these workouts they're usually short increment workouts you really just give it your all like you just put everything inside of you and put it into that workout I really just love that feeling at the end of the workout. You're sweating. You're probably rolling on the floor in your own sweat of like, I did it. I completed it and I knew I can. So very high intensity. Yes, very high intensity workouts. All right. So you mentioned that you really liked heavy, heavy lifting, heavy PRs. So when you started CrossFit, was was there any pushback from your family? I'm going to be honest. There was a lot, but not from, there was from only two of my members of my family were kind of like, Hey, I don't know if you should do this. And my, my dad, actually, he was like, we would go to competitions and I would be lifting. I would like be warming up. Like I would be like warming up 135 like cleans, which isn't a lot, but he'll be like, Ooh, like he wouldn't like watching. He wouldn't like watching me lift. He would get very anxious, very nervous. And cause I am a girl, he'll be worried. Like, what if something happens to you or like my dad did push back a lot on it. My brother 
at first he was like, eh, I don't know about that, Gabriella. But um, then he came to support me a lot. My mom always, always, she's a gift. I'll tell you that right now. She's always supported me no matter what, what I do. So the only pushback was from my dad and brother at first. So the typical comments, you're going to hurt your back. This is the, yeah. it's not good for you. Not good for your joints. Yeah. Like typical. And like, cause I am a girl and I was young. Like, oh, when did you start? I w- I started when I was, I'm 17 now. So I probably started right when I turned 16. No, I started like mid, midway through my fifth being 15. So okay. about two years now. Yeah, I think that's when, usually when a lot of a lot of teenagers like to start their fitness goals, I guess. Yeah. But rarely do I see them, they start in CrossFit, so. Yeah. It's not like a sport everyone knows about. Like, I'll say, hey, I do CrossFit. So my friends will be like, what the heck is that? <laughs> like, a lot of people don't know about it. Okay, so can you, can you explain it? So what is CrossFit? CrossFit is basically high-intensity training of weightlifting gymnastics cardio all together in one and it's just like the workouts are like am ramps which is as many rounds as possible so like you'll have like 30 double unders and then you'll have 12 say you're doing like 12 snatches and then like 10 burpees and you want to do as many rounds of that as possible as in a time cap so like it's usually a short time cap or you'll have like every minute on the minute so you work out for that minute then you get a break for however long the rest of the minute you have left it's just like a bunch of high intensity workouts in one workout you know what i mean so it encompasses everything right strength endurance yes um i guess Gymnastics. i guess like flexibility yeah. So I think, I guess the point of CrossFit is like making the most well-rounded athlete. Very much so. CrossFitters have to be good at everything. We have to be good at swimming, gymnastics, cardio, weightlifting. It's definitely very difficult. But I like, I like the difficulty in it. Okay. So that doesn't, for, from, from someone that doesn't do uh, CrossFit, I'm a powerlifter. That doesn't seem like the worst thing ever. Like, it, uh, the goal is to make a very well-rounded athlete. But for some reason, CrossFit has a bad reputation. And I don't know why, but do you care to explain why it has such a weird reputation like that? Yeah, I, you, I have people tell me all the time, you shouldn't do CrossFit. It's bad for you. Probably, like, the things we do are just so, like, we want to get it done so fast that a lot of people forget their technique. And it's just horrible technique like if you're deadlifting they're usually they're like people will try to get it done and just use their back just to get it done so like people will see the bad technique and be like oh you can't do that like that's bad for you but like if you really if you really get it down and you focus on your technique and take every single rep as an individual rep then it's I wouldn't say it's bad for you at all just like just people who are doing it and not thinking can hurt themselves and that's what people see. Um, yeah. In a lot of the, the videos that I see that people shit on CrossFit, a lot of them talk about the way CrossFitters do pull-ups. And they're, they're just like, wow, what the hell is that? It's like a dying fish out of water. Yeah. And, the, and so what, what is the point of that technique of pull-ups? 
So butterfly pull-ups, they're usually used in competition. Butterfly pull-ups are getting pull-ups done as fast as you can. So if it's just regular pull-up, just your chin over, you just do butterfly, just get as fast as you can. Or a chest bar, you hit your chest to it. Or muscle-ups, it's just getting that activity down as fast as I can. And I used to do butterfly in all my workouts, even when I'm at my gym. I would do pull-ups, like butterfly in all my workouts. And one of my coaches, Sheila Corradino, told me, she was like, hey, Gabby, you can't do butterfly in every single one because that should only be used for competition work. So, like, when you're doing wads oh. in the gym, you really have to do just kipping just to get the get your muscles ready. So I think o- butterflies should only be used in competition, and that's what people see because, like, you give out the competition. What's the difference between kipping and butterfly? So butterfly is, like, that fish motion of, like, you're just going over and over and over. And yeah. kipping right. is when you – you go, how do I explain it? You just, so if you're doing a pull up, you swing, pull up, come back down, swing, pull up. When butterfly is you swing, hit the bar, swing, hit the bar, swing, hit the bar. So you're actually taking a minute in between each set to readjust yourself. So it's kipping like just like moving your knees up or something just to like get some core activation. So your hands are on the bar, right? You're just swinging your body. So you're swinging it forward, swing it back, and then go and hit the bar. Okay. So it's just that forward, back, hit, forward, back, hit. Where butterfly is forward, back, swing, 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 swing. So I'm guessing since, since the butterfly looks so weird, that's probably where all the, all those, I guess, YouTube videos come out where they just don't <laughs> like CrossFit. Yeah, but like, People only see that people don't see their training or they're probably not doing butterfly. You know what I mean? Or it could be really bad coaching. Um, yeah. Some coaches are just not meant to be coaches. For sure. So, so com- uh, competitions in CrossFit, have you done one yet? Yes, I've actually done four. My first competition ever. I'll never forget it. I came in to the competition at my old gym at the time with a Starbucks coffee. And one of the trainers there say, said, um, if you're drinking that, you're not going to win shit. And I was like, okay, oh, watch wow. me. <laughs> I was like, okay, watch me. And then I won it. <laughs> oh, I won okay. the whole thing. And, like, that was my first competition ever. So, like, I was really nervous. And I just kept going to, like, each workout individual workouts like during a competition you probably have about four workouts in that competition and I just kept going to each one and I kept winning each one I put my whole my whole body into that workout and I actually came out and won it so that was my first ever workout it was actually have it right here it was a queen city throwdown I got first place for that and then I did the CrossFit Games Open. So the CrossFit Games is basically people from all over the world. Like you went to CrossFit over. Games? Yeah. I, like the Open is like, Huh? Like on ESPN? Yeah, the CrossFit Games. So you were on ESPN? No, it was oh. the Open, which is like where anyone in the whole entire world can try to make it to the Games. Oh, Okay. So that's like the first initial round. So anyone can try to make it. And 
I went, I didn't even know I was doing that. My friend, Chris LaCour, he texted me. He goes, Hey, are you doing the games workout? I was like, what, what the heck is that? Like, <laughs> I have no idea. So the gym I was at, at the time was holding, like everyone can come in and do the workout. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. And actually a coach there looked me directly in the face and goes, guys, no one here is going to the games. So don't take it too seriously. And looked me directly in the face. I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I, during that first workout, I went so hard and that really motivated me to grind every single workout and every single day to actually make it to the games. And I actually made it past the open, which is after open, there's um, age qualifiers. So I, you have to become top 200 out of the entire world of, it was 16 to 17 year olds. And I came like one, 130. And don't forget, this is like my first year in CrossFit. So I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I came 130 and then I did age qualifiers. I went the second round but that's when COVID hit so I was oh, like no. oh yeah so at my other gym I CrossFit AP I went there and they really they really they really believed in me they're like Gabby I know you're I know you're a really strong athlete we want to get you to that to the games they told me it straight up and I love that they told me that straight up they're like we don't know if you'll make it this year because you are brand new and I couldn't even do a muscle up at the time so I was like, okay, but I'm going to like continue through this. And you had to be top, top 10 out of the 200 to make it to the games. I ended up being like 120. I ended up being in and during the last, so there was five workouts in that, in that, um, on, um, what's it called? Age qualifiers. And the fifth workout was like a bunch of muscle ups. And at the time gyms were closed. So Tom actually invited me to his house to do that workout. I maybe got one muscle up in, but I did not make it to the actual games. But then the games ended up being canceled anyway. Oh, well, more time to train, right? Yeah. And then the other, my last competition I went to, it was the Granite Games, I'm pretty sure. Here, let me look. The, no, it was actually Rochester Games. So it was in Rochester. And it was a team, a team workout and I did it with um, a girl from my gym and we actually got second place in that I was the youngest to compete in that one as well my teammate was like 20 23 I think but that was definitely a lot of fun to do as a team and I can't yeah those are all the three competitions I have done and I'm excited to do more once COVID is over so in a typical CrossFit competition are there set events what kind of events are happening? So every CrossFit competition has different events. Like none of them are ever the same. And usually in, it's a whole day event. So like usually you'll be in like heat one. So heat one will do the workout and then you'll have like an hour, 45 minute break. And then you'll have another workout and then an hour, 45 minute break. And then another workout. Or um, if you make it like to the top of the two workouts, you'll have like, face off like to see who wins so usually during the like the first competition I ever went to it was the ski erg and you had to do 400 meter 
um, ski and then a buyout, you had to go to wall ball and do 25 of those. And they had to be unbroken. Like if you didn't do unbroken, you had to do more skiing. And those, and then you had to go back. And that was like four rounds of that. And then another one was weightlifting. Whoever can do the heaviest power clean. I came in second or third for that event. Cause there were like, there were stronger girls there, obviously, cause I was the youngest. And then there was, oh, there was like a strongman part of the CrossFit game. So like, you know, the stones. You guys had stones, really? Yeah, we had to do stones. So you would take the stone to your shoulder, bring it down, other shoulder, bring it down. And there was two. And then you had to jump over um, big, a big wall. And then you had to run 400 meters, jump over the wall again. And then you had to do four stone, like to each thing. Jump over the wall, 400 meter run, jump back over the wall, then six. And how many you can get in 12 minutes. That was the workout. That sounds brutal. My God. It was brutal. It was horrible. <laughs> how heavy were the stones? I think they were 85, I think, for a woman. Like the round ones, like the Atlas stones? Yeah, the Atlas stones. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> it was pretty intense, but I really, I love the intense workouts. Like the ones that suck are the ones that I like. So are the events like made up by like the promoter or something? The events are made by the people holding the competition. Okay. So and we usually don't find out until like a couple days before. Oh, wow. That's just like strongman. Yeah. Or for the tip for like the pro meets, they, they barely find out the events, like maybe like three days beforehand. Yeah. So you don't have much time to train for it. Just have to be ready for anything. So I guess that's why you, you just have to do it, all the lifts, just be prepared yeah. for anything. Yeah. Okay, so you so you've been in this sport for about a year and a half? Yeah, about yeah. Give or take. So during this time, who who have you looked up to? in uh, the sport in the sport itself um as a I really always like Matt Frazier I just think he's a great athlete he does the impossible he like if someone says hey man you're not gonna you're not gonna win this for like he's like I don't know like fourth or fifth time winning the CrossFit games and every year he's like he wins it again like he does the impossible and I really like look up to that he's really inspiring for for me to keep pushing and to not take people's shit and do just do you you know the crossfit games champion gets a lot of shit <laughs> well people will tell him like hey man i'm gonna beat you in this workout like people oh, will say okay. like like he'll he'll get shit like hey man you're getting old you might you're not gonna win again and he'll win it again that's definitely impressive the willpower yeah for sure so just matt frazier Anyone else? I mean, to be honest, I don't, like, really find people to look up to. I just, like, kind of focus on myself. Okay. And put, just put my head down and grind, you know? Yeah, it's funny that people that just start out, they, they don't know how important it is to focus on yourself, competing against yourself. And they compare yeah, themselves to, like, the top athletes. And then that's obviously, you just get depressed looking at how much they're lifting compared to what you're yeah. starting out with. So, yeah, it's important. It's definitely, to... like, like, I think focusing on yourself is the biggest thing. You can't worry about anyone else. 
like in a competition, you just got to put your blinders on and focus on yourself and don't look at anyone else. Cause if you look at her and she's lifting 180, you're like, Oh crap, I got, I got to hit 190 now. And then you're nervous. Mm-hmm. You just really got to focus on yourself. For sure. So let's talk about your lifts. What are your best lifts? Like in, I guess, in the CrossFit events. My, I just hit a squat clean not too long ago of 185. Um, I haven't tested my, my last test for deadlift was 290. My last bench was one, 160. That was in my basement because I got mad at something. And I was just like, I'm just going to bench now. Okay. <laughs> I, I think like once you get, like if you're angry, you, you're, that's the best lift. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was my bench. And then what else? My overhead squats, 180. That was very impressive. I remember. Like everyone's like, yo. You press you it first and then you go down into the squat? Um, it's actually on a rock, on a rack. And so I front rack it, jerk it, and then overhead squat. So All I, right. So I did that. That I was really proud of. And then I don't remember my snatch. I haven't done that in forever. Like PR did. I really don't remember. But those are the ones that I remember. What about like clean and jerk? Clean and one, I think my clean and jerk was one, 160, I think it was. I remember doing that for the games. It was like top clean and jerk. I'm pretty sure mine was 160. Okay, so you have these numbers right now as a 17-year-old. What are your goals in the sport of CrossFit? My goal, like, all together in the sport of CrossFit? Uh, yeah, we could talk about short-term first. Like Short-term CrossFit is just to, like, for hopefully competition start again and to start going to local competitions, getting my name out there, and just, like, just winning competitions. That's what I love doing. I love competing. And then long-term, I would, like, to hopefully go to the games or or Wadapalooza. I really want to go to that, which is the it was like a huge held um, competition in Miami or the Dubai games. I would love to go to Dubai games. It's beautiful there. So those are like long-term where I want to end up. Do you have any titles that you, that you want to chase or that's just where you want to, where you want to be? I would like to be the, the fittest in the world but that's that's going to take a while that's going to take a while for me to do crossfit games champion yeah that'd be great is there separate competitions for men and women or are they like mixed together um men have different weights than women so men usually like if we're doing like 55 pounds in a workout they'll do 75 pounds or like our dumbbell rx is 35 pounds theirs is 50 pounds so it's the same workout just more reps or more weight okay so the scoring is just done by i guess speed and how much you're lifting yes like how much you lift is one or like how many reps you got in a workout okay so i guess there's like a referee just counting them out 
Yeah. So like when you're competing, there's someone next to you counting how many you got left or how many you did. And if your lift is like, if it passed, if it's legal, like if I, if we're doing squat cleans, I don't get below parallel. He goes, that doesn't count. I got to do it again. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much sums up the first part of this podcast, but now we're going to get into a topic of women in lifting. So why is it looked down upon for a a female to be lifting weights? I, I have had this happen to me a lot, to be completely honest. People think um, that because we're women, we can't, we shouldn't be doing it. Or because like, if we do it, we'll look manly or, um, I've had people tell me to stop lifting. You're starting to look manly. Really? People, yeah, it's actually a family member told me that. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. But um, the people say you can't lift that much because you're a girl. Or it's just very – a lot of people look down upon it. And I think it's honestly because the they're jealous that they're not where we are. Like, a lot of people – guys my age can't lift as much as I can and they're just very insecure about themselves I think yeah well a lot of people that criticize uh lifters especially female lifters um I would assume they don't work out themselves yeah definitely correct yeah yeah it's it's the weird thing if you if when a hater sees someone doing better than them they just say hey what can I say to bring them down number one thing that that clicks in their head. What can I say to bring this person down? Yeah, and it's and it's strange because obviously working out is not bad as like getting blacked out drunk every night or like yeah. smoking and stuff like that. And people just look at people that work out a lot. It's just, just strange. Like, why do you do that? Why do you wake up at yeah. 5 a.m. every morning? That's just weird. That happens to me a lot. It's like during school, I would wake up at 5 a.m., go to 5.30 a.m. class at my gym, and then I would go to school. I would be, I would shower up still be smelly and sweaty but I tried my best after school I would either do cross country or I'd go right to the gym hit my two days and then after that I would go home or go to lacrosse and people will tell me all the time like I'll go I'll get to school earlier than most people because I will work out in the morning and I have time to do my homework and people be like yo Gabby how do you how do you do that? Why do you get up every single morning? Is it really worth it? Or like, I'll be in is lunch. Is it really now. worth it? Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's worth it being great. It really is. <laughs> and then like, so my friends be like, yo, want to go get some pizza? I'd be like, sorry, I can't. I can't have pizza right now. I'm training for a competition. And people be like, seriously? Like, people will look down at me. Be like, are you serious? Like, yeah, I'm serious. It takes a toll on you to be great. I'm really not like a huge party person. Like I don't, I don't really look forward to getting blackout drunk. I've done it before and it's not fun at all. I really, really don't enjoy it. I would really rather work out and get better instead of partying all night and getting, getting real messed up. I don't find enjoyment. Yeah, for sure. I do the same thing. I, I try to avoid parties. Um, and every time they, they tell me, hey, bro, let's go out, man. I'm just like, oh, now nah, I, I got to get up tomorrow morning. Sorry, I got to train. train. Yeah. They're just, they're just like, huh? <laughs> like, what? Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. It's, and yeah, obviously people get judged for that. But, you know, teach their own. If you enjoy getting blacked out drunk and destroying your liver every night, you know, 
I guess <laughs> yeah. do you do you. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't see like the point and how that's ever going to help you in your life. Like yeah. I have people tell me like, yo, seriously, just stop training. Cause like stop training so much or stop like being so hard on yourself to like eat clean. But like I do, I do have fun every now and then. Like I do like go out and have pizza, but like during competition, I'm very strict. A lot of people look down on that, but it's what you got to do. Yeah. Cause it's out of the norm. Not a lot yeah. of people your age will be doing that kind of stuff. So they just be like, oh, that, that must be just weird, right? It's just weird. Yeah. Why is she doing that, right? So lift uh, females lifting weights, it's looked down upon. So what do you think can be done to change that? I honestly just think um, I really don't know what can be done to change it. I would love to, like, invite people to come work out and, like, show them like how fun it can be like I'm a girl and I can I can probably lift more than you but that doesn't mean you can't like work hard to try to lift more than me like if you want to like be great then try like you're just sitting on your computer hiding behind a screen hating on people when you're probably sitting on your couch eating potato chips like just shut up at that point <laughs> yeah you know what I mean yeah, like it's 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 strange because it's social media now, and people can say whatever the hell they want with little to no consequences. They can say mm -hmm. the nastiest things. Like, um, do you know uh, Hafthor Bjornsson, the world's strongest man? Yes. Yeah, so he's he's gonna have a son soon, and I oh, am. Yeah, no, I'm so excited. And he he gets he's getting the nastiest comments. Oh, your your son's gonna come out deformed. You know you. Your son's just going to be a mutant, right? Because you're taking all these steroids. And I'm just like, well, come on. It's an unborn baby. What's, what's the point of that, you know? <laughs> like, seriously, there's no point. Like, I think it brings, like, if it brings you enjoyment sitting behind a screen and just using your little fingers to chat about something you really just feel like hating on someone about, go right ahead, honestly. Yeah. But this, I would rather just have them make themselves better instead of bringing people down. So you training this hard, getting up, uh, doing the early morning workouts, sacrificing blood, sweat, and tears, do you think you're inspiring other people? you think you're setting the example? Um, I've actually had about probably 50 people or like DM me or come up to me in person or like people I work out with, be like, yo, um, you're really inspiring to me. I think what you're doing is great and you're inspiring me to lose weight or you're inspiring me to keep keep that grind going and I think that's like really pushes me every single day to like keep going and that I'm doing something like every every person that trains has those days like oh should I just give up like what's worth it like everyone has those days and just what people say that kind of thing it really keeps me motivated to keep keep going yeah like in any in any sport when when you see them on the top of that podium with that gold medal around their neck, you only see that. You never see what, what they had to do to get up to that, yeah. to that point. Like maybe like something really bad happened to them in their past. Maybe they, you know, they had a million really bad workouts and then maybe they just had one day that was really good. And it's just, it's just a whole process that people, people are not very patient these days. They're not very consistent. Yeah. Especially in fitness. But yeah. yeah, like no one, you can see someone, but you never know what happened, like in their past or what, like 
everyone like I'm that kid in school that's like always making everyone laugh always goofing around but some days I'll just go home and I'll just be so sad like over over something like you never know about what's going on in someone's home life like my one friend she'll she's also like me and she'll just like go home and have like her dad yelling at her about something she didn't even do like you never know what's going on in someone's life and that's why you got to treat everyone the way you like to be treated for sure and and there's another great story um if you 2008 beijing olympics uh the super heavyweight class this guy named matthias steiner uh from germany he uh his wife passed away the year before that and and it's tragic you know but he told he told himself i'm gonna win i'm I'm gonna win the gold for her right and he was Mm -hmm. like he was up there with the contenders but no one was like oh he's gonna win gold right yeah it was was like these like this big russian guy that was like the favorite to win and then he just he it was a big upset he stole the gold medal like he he lifted more than the, the russian guy and he just went berserk you know he started crying he's like yo i did it i did it right yeah and it's a culmination, you know, of, of that suffering, you know, the tragedy and then being able to, to step on the step on the podium as Olympic champion, you know? Yeah, I definitely think having like a rough background really helps people like in the fitness world, like really pushes them. Like you got to be have some anger inside of you to do these kind of crazy things that we do. You know what I mean? Anger. <laughs> so is, is that like how you well, mentally? Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, mentally prep yourself before a PR. What what Sometimes goes through your head? Lifting. So is that what goes through? Like your head? usually, I like I try to think of something to make me mad. I'm not a really mad person. I'll think of something that makes me mad, or I'll just tell myself, "I got this. This is easy, lightweight. I got this." Then I think of something that like made me upset or made me mad, and I put all that into that lift. And once I drop the bar, I just let it all go. Yeah, the mind's very powerful. If you convince yourself enough, you'll it'll it'll be done. Like, I I did a podcast in the past with a with a strong man, and his current best deadlift right now is like six ninety or something. And he told me his mental strategy was before he steps up to that bar, he imagines a situation where his family might is is in, is in extreme danger, and if he doesn't lift the bar, they'll get killed. And then he after he thinks about that he just steps up to the bar with all this pent-up aggression and, and he just lifts right and i don't know i don't think that's what you do but that was one that was one of his <laughs> i would definitely start crying i would definitely lift it very anxious <laughs> yeah but just but like, that's good that it worked for him yeah he's is unique in that way i know I know like some people, they cry before their, their big lifts. They go to a very dark place. Why? Uh, I don't know. Like they just think about like their past. I don't know how dark it was. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For me, I just think that I'm going to kill the weight. Like literally kill it. <laughs> so I, I have to. I have literally to kill the weight. Yeah. I just like, I have to kill you. Sorry. Like I, I'm, I have to lift you. I have That's, to kill you now. Yeah. That's how I. That's how I'm gonna I'm accomplish sorry, the PR. But... Yeah. Yeah. What about other mental strategies? Like, do you ever do like yoga or like visualization before meets? Before I do, always visualize the best outcome. I always visualize me winning it. 
So I never have like, maybe I can't win this or like, I always, cause I do get very anxious. I'm a very anxious person. Like before a workout, I like, I'll be like ready to throw up because I'll be so anxious about oh that God. workout. But I just, I just visualize winning it. Interesting. And then I visualize everyone that'll be proud of me. Like my mom, she, she is my rock. She is my world. She has been there every competition cheering me on. She'll, I'll tell her to scream at me when I'm lifting, if I'm not lifting well, or just like yell at me and say something like, like you're not lifting well enough or something. Like just get me pimped up and she'll do it. <laughs> she's so cute. She's definitely my rock. So she's your, you'd say she, she's your number one supporter, your mother? Number one in the world. I can't tell you how good she is. Like she helped me like, those people in my family that said she's not doing CrossFit. I'm not gonna let her do CrossFit. That's that she'll turn into a man. She'll be manly then. And I'll, my mom be like, she'll tell them to shut up. And she'll she actually like before I got my permit, I couldn't I couldn't drive. She would wake up at 5 a.m. and drive me to CrossFit, and she would pick me up. She would go work out herself. She herself is a beast. And then she'll pick me up and bring me to school, and she'll always be there for me. She'll make um make meals for me that are like good for me instead of like me just go getting a uh just a bar she'll make stuff for me she's definitely a gift yeah i definitely think like uh a good support group especially especially in a sport like crossfit like powerlifting like strength sports it's very hard to do it alone um and you need someone very to help hard. you there to help you get there it's like yeah, very much so. Yeah. Everyone at my everyone at my gym supports me. I remember my first day at my new gym at AP. It's called CrossFit AP. I would I was wanted to do a muscle up because I was close to doing it, and the trainer Kyle. I'm pretty sure his last name's Johnson. Kyle Johnson. He, I was like, come on, Kyle. I know I can do this. I know I can. He was showing me my technique, saying. You got this. You, and then everyone else started coming around and be like, yo, you got this. You got this. And then I finally hit it. And I was so happy. I literally just, I didn't even know this guy. I literally just hugged him. I was like, thank you. I didn't even know him until it was my first day. It's just like everyone at the gym is such like a family oriented gym. And I, that's what I love about it. Yeah. It's, it's like they say, if you are in a, if you are with a group of five idiots, you'll be the sixth idiot, you know? If you're, yeah. if you're if you're, you're going to be in a group with five crossfitters that are really strong, you might be the sixth one that's really strong. Yeah. In CrossFit, you know. Yeah. You feed sure. off of the energy, you know. It's definitely nice training with people. You're, how do I say, it? you're um, as better than you, because it pushes you to work harder in that workout. Like if I'm working out with like some kids my age who just can't lift as much or like some older people like it's fun it's definitely a lot of fun but I don't push myself I goof around I'm not gonna lie but oh. if I'm working out with someone like better than me I'm gonna push myself or as good as me for sure that competitive spirit just just gets up inside of you and then yeah like, I gotta beat him I gotta beat him somehow you know <laughs> yeah definitely so the CrossFit community in the gym, I guess, it seems really cool. What about in like the crowd in, in a competition? Is everyone screaming at you? 
Same thing. Def- I love competitions because everyone's so hype. Everyone's like at a competition. Like I couldn't know this person. She'll be lifting. I have no idea who she is. But everyone in that gym will be yelling at her to get up, like to push that weight up. It's definitely a very close knit community, and everyone pushes everyone. Unless you're just like a jerk and just like, ah, oh, I'm gonna just focus on myself. <laughs> but usually, everyone's pushing everyone. Yeah, I think I hear a lot of people, they say, I don't want to join a gym because it's intimidating or something. And I think that kind of like having a community like that, it kind of like, it kind of makes it a lot better. Yeah, most definitely. Like I went to just a regular, regular gym and it was just like very, everyone's to themselves. Everyone has their headphones on. But once I walk into my gym, the music's blaring. Everyone knows me. I know everyone it's just very, very nice. And like everyone knows my goals and everyone is willing to help me achieve my goals. For sure. Anyway, let's, let's talk about like social media and fitness. Now this is strange because in the, in the world of instant gratification, uh, you can literally look up any kind of workout. And unfortunately, a lot of them are like bullshit because what's like, oh, get abs in six weeks or like, yeah. Uh, get 20 inch arms in a month. You know, it's people just want the results fast and telling someone like people ask me, how do you get strong? Right. And I tell them live consistently for, for years. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, come on, there has to be a secret, right? Can't be, yeah. can't be doing that. And I'm just like, no, that's how you do it. You gotta be yeah. consistent, hard work. And then they just move on. They just think I'm crazy. I'm just like, dude, that's mm-hmm. literally how you do it. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, maybe it's the creatine, right?" I'm like, "No, yeah. it's, maybe it's hard it's the work." Steroids. Maybe I should take the steroids. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure you've dealt with that too. <laughs> People have asked me, like, "Yo, are you taking someone something?" I'm like, "Nah, it's just." People hard ask you work, if you're taking dog. something. <laughs> I've had one person ask, like, "Yo, are you are you taking something, dog?" I was like, "Nah." <laughs> what? <laughs> like, nah, it's just hard work, baby. <laughs> steroids already? What? Wow, you know. must mean you're doing something right if you're already in the queue. I honestly take it as a compliment, but like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, I guess in social media, a lot of people, they post their, uh, their PRs only, and it kind of glorifies it in a way. Like, mm-hmm. lifting is only good. Nothing bad ever happens. Oh. It kind of confuses the other people. Like, maybe to get the minor tweak one day, Maybe one day, like, like you get like a, you fail your test in school one day, you're just not feeling it in a workout, you know? Yeah. People just see the good days. And I think that's yeah. kind of irresponsible of those, of those people. Mm-hmm. The bad days must be shown. You know, it's just a whole yeah. process. It is a definite process for sure. Like I remember freshman year, I was having trouble walking up the stairs at my school. Like I'll walk up and I'll be like, <laughs> like, and then like now I'll just like run up it and be fine. So like, that's also three years later. So it takes time. Like people, I myself am very impatient. So I am like one of those people be like, Oh, what am I doing? Am I doing something wrong about think back to myself about where I was and how far I have come. Yeah, and I think I was, Instagram is like very, I like Instagram. I use Instagram, but it's very glorified. Like very, like people will post the best picture of themselves with the best lighting. And like, they might have not eaten all day. So like everyone will look at that and be like, I gotta look like that. Yeah. I don't look like that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, people also they do the same thing. They'll they'll probably post a picture of themselves in the best lighting, best angle, and they're holding like like a like a jug of protein, right? This is how yeah. I got my body. And they say, like, Oh shoot, I gotta get on that, right? They, oh dude, yeah, and then they'll, yeah, I gotta they'll get pay that. whatever gotta price get that. it is and Yeah. Yeah. Supplements are good, but not not... not required. Yeah, for sure. Do you take any supplements for, for your training? Uh the only, the only thing I do take, I do take pre workout. I do and I do protein shakes. That's all I do. All right. What about like diet wise? Is there anything that you how strict is it? I tried uh my my one trainer, Tom Tom Cord, you know, they're they're married. He always like whenever I walk in the gym, Gabby, what did you eat today? I'll because I usually go in the morning and I like very much struggle with eating. I had a problem with eating. I'll have like because I'm of course I'm a teenage girl and I'm not the same as like every other girl. So like I'll weigh more because I have more muscle mass. So I used to have a real problem with it. So now whenever I go in the gym, I'm like, Gabby, what do you eat today? The other day I go, I had an RX bar. And he goes, was that real food, Gabby? And he made me do like 15 burpees. So oh, I, like that he, <laughs> I like that he's on me about it. He definitely pushes me to like, like tomorrow morning I got him again. And I'm going to have three eggs. So he's not going to make me do any burpees. So I usually try to eat whole foods and have a vegetable. Tom told me I have vegetable like half my plate to be vegetables and have meat and some carbs. So I usually, it's not like strict, like I don't weigh everything because mm -hmm. like I, because that will take hours and hours and hours. But like I do watch what I eat and I like to have like sections of my plate. What if you told your coach you had like a big slice of pizza? <laughs> what you, make do? you would probably make me do burpees or run. Or, or he'll make me do burpees, but like CrossFit burpees, you don't do a push-up at the bottom. He'll make me do push-ups at the bottom. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I like that he's like that, though. It pushes me. Makes so, me stronger. So I guess like in a prep for a, comp for a contest, does diet, just, just no, no cheat meals, just good, healthy foods? Yeah, I try my best to eat good, healthy foods. If I'm going to have a cheat, then have it be something small. Not like if I'm going to have a cheat meal, like, I work at five guys, right? So we serve um, milkshakes. So like if it's Sunday night and I really want a milkshake, I'm not going to make myself a full milkshake. I'll get a little cup, put some a little milkshake in it, and I'll have that instead of a full milkshake. Like I try not to overdo it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I think people, like especially people who are just starting to work out, when they, as soon as they have like a really hard workout, they're like, oh, it's justified that I – it's okay if I have a milkshake or like a, like a big, like. <laughs> That's my brother. Yeah. I'm, I went to help him train the other day. Like we went and ran at UB and he, he goes, yo, my, all my family calls me Gabriella, but everyone else calls me Gabby. He goes, Gabriella, uh, cause I work so hard. Can we go get McDonald's after this? <laughs> I was like, come on. Yeah. Of course I didn't let him, but everyone like thinks like I worked this hard. So now I can go eat. Like if you worked that hard, why would you ruin it by eating something horrible? You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people can reach their lifestyle goals. If they, if they just do simple lifestyle changes, like not going to McDonald's every day, sleeping for yeah. eight, eight to nine hours, like just, you know, just this good healthy stuff, not, not drinking every night, you know? Yeah. Stuff tiny like that. Things. 
and it's probably like it's like less of a financial burden because if you think about it let's say someone spends fifty dollars on drinks once a week mm-hmm. apply that by four that's a month so 200 bucks and you could be spending that on a gym membership Honestly, buying, buying yeah. more food you know and that those drinks are just hurting you and like what's the fun of not being able to stand up <laughs> like what's yeah. so fun about it i mean i don't know i think I mean, there are some people that drink to to get away from life. Uh, yeah. Obviously, that needs needs more help, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But like, I mean, if you really want to escape life, just spend an hour, you know, just <laughs> lift some weights, know? stress relief. Yeah, a hundred percent. This is why COVID is so was so bad when they when gyms closed. A lot of people use gyms as uh as an outlet for their mm-hmm. stresses throughout the whole day. And without that, I'm pretty sure a lot of people went crazy. Yeah, for sure. I actually started like gym closed. I didn't know what to do, but then like I was going crazy. I was like, what can I do? Cause the gym is what I live for. It's what I wake up for. It's what I love doing. It's my passion. And like getting that taken away was like taking away like a lot of people's air. Like it was so hard, but the hopefully thankfully they're doing like outdoor classes now so like there's an outlet you can do yeah uh new york got hit hard with oh so hard like it it was bad like i was like holy moly this the numbers were just skyrocketing like from march to like april or may it was just really bad it was i was worried but like yeah it was very scary yeah anyway uh now we can go into mental uh mental health um let's see so what would you say the percentages out of 100 mental strength is in your sport 110 <laughs> wow, even more. yes mental is very hard with crossfit like if you're in the middle of a workout and you can barely lift up your legs and you're struggling like it's no longer like it's no longer up to your, like your body. If you can do it, it's all like in your mind. Like you got to tell yourself, I can do this. Let's go pick up the weight. You got to mentally be strong to do that workout. Like if someone goes running and they're like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Their body can do it. It's just mentally, they're just not ready to do it. It's a hundred percent mental with everything I do. I have to really get my mind focused in it. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people make that misconception that just like lifting is all physical. Yeah, definitely and, not. And it's, yeah, it's most definitely not physical. Um, and you, I'm not saying that a lot, like all everyone will go through this, but maybe you'll go through an injury. Maybe you'll go through a whole year without hitting a new PR. You know, mm-hmm. that is definitely not fun. You know, not in yeah. prison for a whole year, but you know, just you can't just quit, just like throw down the barbell and just walk out of the gym. You know, I'm not doing this anymore just because yeah. it's hard, you know, mm-hmm. it's definitely something you need to just keep pushing forward. And unfortunately that's why gyms fill up in January and then yeah. empty by what late February, March. And it's unfortunate people can't, they can't keep a goal for that long. I think like a decision takes like five seconds to, to change your life. It's just five seconds that, you need to make the change your life completely. Like within five seconds, you can be like, I'm going to change my eating. I'm going to change 
my habits and I'm going to start grinding every single day. And it's like that moment that changes you from the average Joe into someone that you want to be like a great, if you want to be great, you got to work for it. And a lot of people be like, yo man, I want to be famous. I want to be great. Okay, great. I'll say to them, what, what are you doing about it? Oh man, I got work and um, um, my car, my car crashed. Like, okay, then wake up at five thirty in the morning, go run, get changed, shower up, go to work, and then go to bed. Like, if you really want it, you gotta work for it. You gotta be willing to take that that little jump. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a leap of faith. A lot of people they they make excuses or they, I think a lot of them are afraid to get, they'll get judged, you know? Yes. Huge, hugely afraid. Yeah. And then, and then the bullshit excuse of, I don't have time. Like I, I take the example of Arnold. I, he found like four hours, four hours out of the day to train. He had to work construction for eight hours a day. He took acting classes and he had to learn English at night all while being Mr. Olympia, you know? Mm -hmm. There's literally no excuse. It's no time should not be in anyone's vocabulary. Then that's when you make time. Yeah, it's not that you. Have, it's not that you don't have time. It's just I don't know how to manage my time. Yeah. You don't know how like where where I can work out. But like usually the the there's 24 hours in a day. Like Arnold says, there's literally has to be somewhere in there where you can work out. Yeah. And it like maybe like you can like not watch Netflix that night. Maybe mm -hmm. like not. Just sit on the couch doing nothing you know yeah or just say oh i'm too tired maybe the next day you'll probably spend the next day saying that again and yeah <laughs> before that you spend the whole month without working out before you know that your fitness goals are just they just gone to shit and then and it just is a vicious cycle yeah it's horrible get that cycle so 100 percent, 110 percent mental strength what is there oh, an example is. is there an example you can give this morning I was working out and it was 30 seconds on the assault bike, 30 seconds of squat, 30 plank for five rounds. And it was one after the other. So like assault bike, I would go like ham on the assault bike. So I'll give my everything. And then I'll get off the assault bike. Like my legs are shaking and I have to go right in the squats. Like my body can do it. I knew I could do it. But like if mentally I was, if I was like, man, I can't, I need to stop. I need to take a break. I would have, I would have stopped but mentally I was like I got this I can do this I'm going to keep going like I think to be great in anything you have to be what's the word for it you have to be you have to be selfish you have to say like I am going to do this I am great I'm going to be the best I can be in my given sport you have to be selfish with yourself to be able to be great like if um your friends like hey want to go want to go party tonight nah i can't i have to train you gotta be gotta have that mental strength in everything you do yep that is for sure but there's only 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 one person on that podium that becomes a champion and that's only you yep not not, no one not else. everyone not everyone can do it but yeah yeah for sure like you mentioned before you'll ask someone what they want to do with their life. I want to be a billionaire. Okay. Have you taken any concrete steps? Uh, and then they just, they just blank out. Right. And then makes you wonder how many people, how many like really talented people 
go their entire lives without actually achieving something crazy and good. That's and, my biggest fear. Yeah. Going through life as a, just an average Joe, not making any changes in anybody else's life. Like I truly do enjoy take, like I love helping people. I love making people better, like better than themselves. I know it's going to hurt like me helping them. Like it's going to be hard, but it's what you got to do to be great. Yeah. People just like routine, you know, like maybe they spend every day eating McDonald's and they're just comfortable with it, you know, Yeah. breaking that cycle and spending money on a gym membership. Like, Oh damn, that $15 a month could have went on a Big Mac or something. Like, no, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're going to do like, instead of, instead of buying McDonald's, why don't you like, like walk for 30 minutes today? Yeah. You know, you gotta be of, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh yeah. I would imagine that CrossFit that has, that's like a, that's like an everyday thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Just being, um, being comfortable with just sweating, not being just, comfortable. Sore, just not being able to breathe, but keep pushing. All right. I think I, we covered this a little bit back then, but, um, is there anyone you want to shout out in this one and a half year journey? This definitely my mom. I wouldn't be anywhere without my mom. I'll say that a hundred percent, a hundred million times. My mom, definitely everyone at AP, um, my gym that I went to that really helped me get to the next level. Tom and Sheila, Kyle, Kyle's really, he's like a really great trainer there. He's always been there. Um, else i'm trying to think but like it's mostly just that close-knit group and the community at ap like i love them they're so great to work out with they always they'll push me to like if i show up if i don't show up to my workout in the morning i'll get a text from one of my friends like yo where were you like get your ass up next time you know what i mean oh okay <laughs> throwing shade out here but uh <laughs> yeah but yeah um that was basically all we needed to cover today, but uh, thank you for being on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. For sure. Thank you for having me. I love doing it. Yep. That was episode 34, guys. Peace out. <laughs>